Why don't you do the honors <laughs> for uh, introducing uh, Wow, I don't know if I could do it. I'm all... We start with the dates, <laughs> but you can do it in your own yeah. particular way. The month is <laughs> July. It's the 1st, 2010, and you're wasting away in the North Coast. In the great outdoors. We are in our outdoor studio on my patio with the dog walking around. Uh... <laughs> yeah, testing out your stereo speakers. <laughs> Hey, he heard his cue. Putting his snout right in the microphone. Look at the sniffing right there. Well, thanks for your uh, input there, Bo. Bo wants chips. He's going to knock it over. Okay, that's enough. Back off. Your time is up. Bo is part dog, but mostly horse. <laughs> so anyway, it's, uh, it's me. It's Mike. And Mickey. And that's it. <laughs> Skeleton crew uh, this evening. Schmo is supposedly en route. Um, I just got a text from him that said he's uh, he's due in about 40 minutes, so he may be just leaving his house right now. Yeah, 40 minutes real time. Who knows what it's going to be in recorded time. <laughs> um, and Scott is uh, busy at the fireworks store. Yeah. Since this is big time for fireworks stores. Yep, Scott pretty much said that uh, he's not going to see the light of day until July 5th. So we've not heard much from Scott. But we did want to record something since uh, we had our big Pine Knob show last week. And uh, it was rather lame of us not to have recorded since then. So we wanted to... It's, it was... The last couple Wednesdays have been tough to record. So we wanted to uh, throw something together... Get wanted to get everybody together and uh, throw a show together. <laughs> Can I talk? <laughs> hey, look. No kibitzing from the audience. Ooh, the big standoff between Chocolate Lab and German Shepherd. If only this was a video podcast <laughs> audience. Yes, you would be amazed at the excitement that we're witnessing here. Nice echo. I hear a lawnmower in the background, too. Damn it. Of course. Oh, gosh. So should we jump into the news stories? Sure. Well, probably the biggest story. It's It was the biggest headline and then the biggest non-story, all within the span of our last show, was the announcement of the uh, Gulf Coast concert that was supposed to take place tonight, Jan July 1st. And uh, that announcement was made on June 19th, I believe, before the second Mansfield show. And I was trying to recall if we had an inkling that this was going to happen. It seems like I should be able to remember since it was only a couple weeks ago. But I believe that the first I heard of it was when Jimmy announced it. Yeah, during, I don't... Uh, during the pre-show interview. I don't recall discussing it, predicting it. And... Uh, and that would have been with Kenny Chesney and Jesse Winchester, Zach Brown Band, and Alan Toussaint, 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 however you want to say it. And that would have been tonight. Yep. But Tropical Storm Alex is approaching, and they were since the stage was going to be built right on the beach, they were afraid of uh, damage to the stage, I believe. Yeah, it was supposed to be beachfront. Shifting sands. So they thought, uh, in fact, didn't they build a, a, a stage right there on the beach? Yeah, they were starting to build the stage. Oh. 
and they, they put a stop to that and decided to postpone it. And the new date is July 11th, which is a Sunday. And I believe, according to Kenny Chesney's Twitter page, that he will not be able to make it. Oh, Chesney will not make it? Yes. Oh. And according to Zach Brown Band's Twitter page, he was looking over the set list and he thought it was pretty good. But he is going to make it. Yeah, okay. he will be there. And CMT was going to broadcast it live tonight. Um, but they, uh, they, and they said they're still going to broadcast it live on the 11th, and in place of the concert, they're showing the Crossroads again. Mm. I just found that out today when I was looking at my, my, uh, scheduled recordings for tonight and saw that it had changed to Crossroads. Oh, that's cool. If only I had a high def CMT. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, uh, there was, there was a story about, uh, eBay stopping the sale of those tickets because they were supposed to be available for free and people were scalping them on eBay and um, eBay agreed to uh, kill off any auctions for those tickets mm. which is pretty cool. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool of them to do that since it is they were free tickets and it's supposed to be a charity event. Yeah, wasn't there some kind of an uproar? Yeah, there was There was a, a examiner.com was trying to stir up some controversy because it was rumored that the concert was being paid for by BP. And so it was like, all oh, these guys are fronting for BP. But even even so, the whole purpose of the concert is to bring money to the area. I don't right. even know if it's a charity concert. It's no. just, they want to put on an event to draw people to that area. Exactly. That's, and that's so, my understanding. who cares where the money comes exactly. from? As exactly. As long as it's real money in that area... Yeah. It doesn't really matter where the money comes yep. from. Even if it is BP, that's BP doing their part. Yeah, I guess, and if it is BP, good. Yeah. They deserve to they lose should, more money they because should of pay this. for it. Why not pay for it? Of course, now we lost all our British listeners. <laughs> hmm. But I heard. Uh, I mean, I think part of that article was, was too like uh, people were complaining. Locals were complaining that yeah, the they locals can't get the tickets. Yeah, they weren't getting their. Um, I guess the tickets weren't being distributed as well as people would like. But I mean. But wait a minute, isn't it to get people from outside in? It's not. Well, they were supposed to give free tickets to to renters, and uh, and I don't know, I, I don't know exactly. But they were. It was supposed to be like a draw. Um, come down to the area, and as part of the package, we'll give you a, a ticket to the concert. So it was, it was kind of. So if you're if you're a renter, if you're visiting, you have a chance to get the yeah tickets. Not, not renter, I guess. Wouldn't be the right term. See, I don't know. I've never been to that area, so I don't know how they, how they arrange things. But the way they but were like, making it sound was like people that lived there, locals, couldn't get tickets, and they were they were up in arms about that. Here we are, impacted by the 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 uh, spill directly, and and we're being ignored. We can't get tickets. But that's not the, that wasn't the point. Yeah, from my understanding, it was to help them by getting more outsiders into the area. Poe wants to play football so bad. He really does. <laughs> he just doesn't understand the concept of podcasting. <laughs> oh, see, he's squeaking to play football. And along the way, the uh, Pensacola Hotel opened up. The Margaritaville Beach Hotel in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Pensacola. <laughs> I've had half a beer, please. <laughs> Pensacola. Wow. They are really branching out. <laughs> I thought uh, all well, that news, all those ones opening up before, all over. As I've said before, it makes a lot more sense to open up Margaritaville stuff up north than it does to open it up where 
you're already there in the in that part of the country. Yeah, anyway. that's true. It's not much of an escape if you're already there. And uh, Buffett's World, I believe, has a story that includes photographs of the outside of the hotel and the inside, and it looks quite nice, and it also looks quite expensive. Yeah, it does. So I have a feeling that the only chance I will see of the inside of the hotel is in that. Yep. Just get the photos. In that Buffett World article. No, I saw the, uh, I went to the website from, uh, I think Margaritaville had a link to it. So I went and, yeah, the photos looked awesome. The pool area. And... Oh, it's at margaritavillehotel.com. I didn't even bother going to it or looking for a site. Margaritavillehotel.com. And uh, Jimmy was supposed to be interviewed by Anderson Cooper tonight. Um, I didn't think that would happen, but apparently it's still going to happen tonight. So I've got my DVR set. We'll see if uh, he actually gets interviewed or not. And a uh, late-breaking story that happened last night was a surprise concert. Um, Lulu, Jimmy's sister, was going to have a uh, like a pre-concert the night before the big Gulf Coast concert. And one of the big guests was supposed to be Senator Landreth. He had to back out, and L Lulu, L Lulu used her connections and uh, got her brother to perform in Sonny Landra's stead. So a few hundred people, that soon grew to a couple thousand yeah. people, yeah. got to see a full-on Buffett concert last night. Yeah. With, we're hearing, at least a large part of the Coral Reefer band. I don't know if it's the, if everybody was there, but... I guess it was billed as a Freddy and the Fish Sticks show. And they played a couple uh, rare songs. Bama Breeze was brought back. He also did Surfing in a Hurricane because of Tropical Storm Alex. And uh, they also did Bama Breeze because Lulu's mentioned. And When the Coast is Clear, which was pretty cool. And I thought there was another song. I heard Dreamsicle. Oh, Dreamsicle, that's right. I'm looking right at it. Because I actually caught that when I was driving from the golf course to uh, primetime. But I didn't realize it was this live concert. I thought it was a pre-recorded deal. I thought it was older. And I thought, oh, you know, I enjoyed it. I didn't know what was happening right yeah. then. Damn it. Dreamsicle, or uh, When the Coast is Clear, was performed for the first time since 2003, and Dreamsicle was performed for the first time since 2001. And I'm, uh, I'm kicking myself because I did not catch all the announcements and reports of this special live show. And I missed it. I missed the whole thing. Could have been I, recording it. I didn't hear anything. It yeah, really, it truly was a surprise. Yeah, but show. you guys, you guys were out on the golf course, and you were in your cars. I was at home in front of the computer, and I still didn't <laughs> see any of the any of the announcements. See, that just tells me that there weren't any. It was a surprise. No, there were tons. When I came home, there were tons of things all over Twitter. Yeah, everybody was going. There's a live. Well, everybody that I, I'm subscribed to was going. There's a live concert. Tune into Radio Margaritaville. It's going on right now. And they started at like six thirty, and I guess the concert. I don't know, it started at 7, maybe it started at 6.30. But I had, I had ample, I should have had ample time to set the recorder going and get a copy of it. Dream Sickling, When the Coast is Clear, would be very cool to hear again. Yeah, it was, uh, I was impressed with it. And I guess this is Jimmy's second time playing at Lulu's, but this is the first time at this location. I guess she's moved. I didn't know. I didn't either. She's moved to a bigger place. Yeah. And the uh, first time he played was in 2001. So that's it for news. What do we do now? <laughs> I guess I could go, well, I don't know. If, I don't think I have my notes. 
That still doesn't take any... Oh, it's the frog. <laughs> yeah, that's another benefit of recording in the outdoor studio. I forgot all the, about uh, that frog. He was in the last uh, podcast we recorded outside. <laughs> all kinds of wildlife out here. I'm assuming Schmoltz ETA is still somewhat correct. It's 823 right now, so... Woo. Well, we can launch, so we into, our, to stretch launch into our preliminary stories, I guess. The making of <laughs> our going to the concert... Where would you start? <laughs> well, Schmo won that set of tickets. Yeah. The OKK set. You had two extra tickets given to you. I bought two tickets just for the sake of it, just as like a backup. So and Schmo had bought two. Yeah. So it ended up that we all had to sell our tickets. We, we all needed to get rid of our tickets somehow. Yeah, the ones that we bought, the ones yeah. that we worked so hard to get and we're so excited about the ones i was the ones that we talked about at length a few episodes back we now had to get rid of every one of them and uh, i think schmo sold them to schmo sold his to uh stefan joe joe madge's brother and mine were sold to uh scott and patty and Yours were sold to... Yeah, I put mine... Yeah, nobody wanted mine, so I put mine on Craigslist and uh, put them up like the Friday before the show. Our show was a Tuesday. I put them up on Friday and did not get any nibbles. And I finally uh, reduced the price of them on Father's Day. And that uh, that evening, right around dinner time, I finally got an email asking if I would go 25 less. Hmm. 50 bucks off wasn't good enough for this guy. <laughs> And so I waited a couple hours, and uh, and finally said, "Okay, I'll sell them for two twenty-five. They were three hundred. I was I was actually going ten below face value because I think I paid three ten for them. I was selling them for yeah, three hundred. Yeah, the shipping and stuff. Then I knocked it down to two fifty, and then he forced me down to two twenty-five. And to make a long story slightly less long, we uh, we arranged to meet someplace. At a Coney Island at Telegraph and 696, uh, Monday evening after after the guys work. So that was cool. That was like my one stipulation. I'll let you go the 25 off, but I want to take care of this on Monday. I do not want to deal with this the day yeah, of the concert. Because be- he's going, yeah, maybe we'll meet in the parking lot or you can swing by on your way up to Pine Knob. It's like, no, I want yeah. this out of the way Monday. Good so, move. Good move. You don't want that hanging over your head or so we, uh, showing. So I showed up at the Coney Island and... Uh, gave him a call and he said he was only a couple minutes away and he uh, he had just come from a golf outing at work <laughs> so uh, he shows up in a red golf shirt and, and khaki shorts <laughs> and this gigantic black SUV and it's like you you so and so you could have afforded 25 extra bucks your giant SUV yeah probably cost that much in gas just to get there <laughs> that's probably why we figured that it was <laughs> it's gas money yeah so that was cool. He paid me in cash, and I'm, as I'm walking out, it's like, oh, great, I'm going to get jumped and mugged, aren't I? I've seen the exchange go down. But uh, no, made somebody waiting in the huge black SUV. Drove, drove all the way back home with all this money in my pockets, and so that was cool. So that's, uh, that's like my preliminary story. And yeah, my, so, well, my first use of Craigslist, too. Well, it worked out. That's good. I have not used it yet. I have to dump my boat. That was my plan. Slightly worn. Yeah. My raccoon-infested boat. Free raccoons, though, on the bright side. Yeah, play up that angle. Yeah. Probably a whole family of them by now. 
And what happened uh, concert day? We uh, just showed up at Schmoe's around noonish, wasn't it? Noonish, um, one-ish. I was there later. I think uh, Scott was there right at noon, wasn't he? Yeah, I think Scott was there. He was the first one. Yeah, yeah, we showed up together actually. That's right. You, yeah, I saw you walking up the driveway yep, yep, as I pulled pulling up. up you waved to me that. as I as I parked. That was one one thirty, I believe. Yeah. And uh, Schmo made us cheeseburgers on his little uh, hibachi in the backyard or little grill. I don't know what it was. And it took us a while to get motivated. Yeah, Scott wanted Much to leave. To Scott's yeah, dismay. Scott wanted to leave at two. Yeah, let's just say we we didn't leave at two. We left. <laughs> we left more around. It was before four, I believe. We were on yeah, the road at four. I'm thinking. Uh, so it like must have been about three thirty that we left finally. Yeah, well, I still thought that was okay, but uh, for some reason there was a huge traffic jam on yeah. seventy five. I seventy five. I don't know if everybody just decided to go to the show at the same time. I think it's that, and I think the uh, the traffic management at the venue was worse than I, I've ever seen it. They didn't have the first driveway open at all. That was blocked off, so they were pushing everybody in through one entrance. Yep, just two lanes. Basically two lanes, that was it. But uh, it was not handled well. Yeah, it was bad. We were in your, uh, whatever it is, your Mercury van thing. Yeah, the Mountaineer. Yep. For quite a while. And, of course, Scott... He had the Scott volunteered to take the back seat yeah. and was bitching the whole way because he could not get any air conditioning yeah. making its way from the front to the back. It didn't have any vents in the back for him, and the air conditioner was, I guess, dying halfway. Yeah. So Scott was suffering not in silence. But it was nice and uh, nice and breezy and cool in the front seat. <laughs> oh, it was quite frigid uh, in the front seat. My Patty gosh. in the in the middle seat was tempted to put her sweatshirt on, so. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's just the the way back that had the problem. So we finally arrived. I don't know, around five ish. Yeah, we spent a long time in that traffic. Yeah. It was bad. Maybe a- even after five. And we don't do, even though we have the world's only Jimmy Buffett podcast. We really don't go all out with our tailgating. We uh, we used to. Yeah, in our younger days. Even even back in the younger days, we really we didn't have props and stuff. We just. We just did a cookout, but now we just cheers. bring food. Yeah, we bring chairs. Chairs in the cooler. That's yeah. basically it. And bags. Well, we had leftover cheeseburgers. Basically, <laughs> I didn't that's have right. any out there. But that's right. I had... tweeted that uh, Schmo was packing our lunches. That's because he had leftover cooked hamburger patties, and he was putting them in buns and wrapping the hamburgers in uh, in foil and bringing them along. So that's what that tweet was about Schmo packing our lunch. And we got there between, we parked between 5 and 5.30 and uh, had uh, like a celebratory drink or two and then just walked through the parking lot. And that's where the video comes from that that we uploaded was just us walking around the different places of the parking lot. First stop, of course, was the Margaritaville tents. Yep. They had the displays up there, the frozen concoction makers on display um, and food giveaways again, which basically... I didn't have one of the cheeseburgers. I'm thinking that was basically my dinner. Because hmm. I did make a few return trips. They had the uh, the chicken. I think I had, what was it? The, is it like Asian chicken? I, don't, I didn't have any of that stuff. Or Polynesian so chicken, know. something like that. They're like chicken nuggets with like a, it had a good, like a, a sweet, sweet and sour sauce on it. And uh, 
had a few rounds of those. They were pretty good. And then they had my uh, shrimp, the uh, the jerk. I think um, that's why it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And of course, I made a few trips up there too. So that was my dinner. Compliments of Margaritaville. And uh, what else did they have? They didn't have any big shows. I think we missed it. I think they had some of the band was out there playing before, but we had just missed it. Seems so, likely. Yeah. So I thought I saw something on the chalkboard there that some of the coral reefers would be out. But uh, yeah, we really did not have a lot of time mm-mm. in the uh, parking lot. It was like an hour maybe to stroll around. That way to get back to the mountaineer and get ready to go inside. Yeah, we before all, I knew it, we were out in the middle of the lot when you told me what time it was. I couldn't believe it. It was like about time for us to go in. Not that we had to worry about lawn. We just didn't want to miss anything. Even Elo. We even wanted to see Elo. <laughs> well, we knew Elo was limited to three songs, so that was all right. <laughs> so we, I, I guess we went in around 7.30ish, or, or started going in at 7.30ish. We weren't in the seats much, long, much longer before uh, Elo came on. So, yeah. What's the time? 8.38. He should be here, according to on time, but uh, he might be on schmo time. Hmm. Schmo. Hey. Hey. Alright, well, hey, we're all done. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> What's that? I was just gonna turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. All right. All right. See you. All right. Bye. Well, he's part of the podcast anyway. So. That's true. <laughs> well, we could. Uh, let's see. We're we're in the venue now. We're in the amphitheater. Well, unless you want to talk about any of the parking lot goings on, but your video pretty well speaks for itself. I mean, well, you can talk about the skanky girl. Yeah, there was a... Uh, which one, though? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> The one that was crawling over that biker dude. Yeah, yeah, that was a... Uh, I assume he's a biker dude. Yeah, he's a huge guy, well... We actually did have biker dudes park right next to us, but they were cool. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about them across from us, yeah. Yeah, I was... I kept thinking of that one guy as a biker dude, but we had legitimate yeah, biker dudes ones, right next to us. <clears throat> smoking pot. Firing up the old AstroTurf, yeah. Noticeably smoking pot. Yeah. Not even, you know, not even trying to hide it. No. That was wafting across. Uh, but uh, that uh, the skanky girl with the volcano, she was quite the center of attention for everybody. Yeah, she did attract quite a crowd there, of dudes. <laughs> that guy was uh, tossing her around like a little rag doll. <coughs> she seemed to enjoy it. She had a mm-hmm. good time. Mm-hmm. Life of the party. Her. Oh, we saw the uh, Margaritaville golf cart thingy oh yeah that's right you guys yeah. have to talk about that too bad scott's not here yeah that was um i i i was shooting it but i didn't even know what i was shooting till till after the guy left and you explained that there was a bit of drama going on yeah now, it didn't show up in your video at all no it didn't you got like all the the good friendly parts but uh yeah there was a, like a, a bit of a confrontation um the guy was actually ticked off he was really mad some lady like reached in and grabbed one of the cans of uh, the mix or whatever it was that I guess they were he was giving away free samples but she like helped herself and it kind of pissed him off and he he was trying to grab it right back from her right, grab it out of her hands and she kept like teasing him with it and holding it back 
making him all that much more angry. And he wound up uh, slamming the doors and leaving in a huff. Mm -hmm. Saying, oh, I I have some stuff for you guys, but as usual, one drunk ruins everything. Mm -hmm. He was really angry. But I guess, I I thought there was, or I heard that there was some bad language exchanged. Yeah, he, uh, I think he did drop the F-bomb. So you're not going to give a quote? You're going to be coy about it? Yeah, I don't guys, remember the exact quote. I, he, he dropped the F-bomb, but I don't remember in, in the context. I thought he, he called somebody an asshole, too. Yeah? I thought Scott said that. See, Scott heard more. I, I yeah. saw the uh, the very end of I it. I thought he referred to the woman as an asshole, and then he said, it, like, he's going to get the fuck out of here or something like that. Uh, I just heard the, the part about some drunk ruining it for everybody. Hmm. Apparently he's supposed that. to. Yeah, that was right at the end before he drove off. And he drove off in a hurry. I mean, he was... <laughs> but then we saw him just a few cars away, so it wasn't like he he beat a retreat. He uh, just went someplace else. We we saw him not that far away. But that woman, though, I, she was annoying. I thought she worked. I thought she was part of the deal at first because she had the product in her hands, and she's like explaining it, acting like she was running the show, <laughs> talking about the uh, the drink and everything. And jeez, I had no idea. And didn't Scott see her again after that? I think he did mention something. I can't remember why, though. Yeah. Or where. So that was pretty exciting. What else? Oh, the merchandise. Yeah. The only things that I that came close to being interested in were the uh, the Margaritaville rum shirt. <laughs> and there was a... Um, was it a land, land shark? shark? Yeah, the land shark shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Those two look pretty cool. Yeah, I've been trying to maintain a collection of caps or hats, but the last couple of years, I've just not been interested. Nope, me either. They don't have any kind of uh, tour logo on them. It's just like, I don't know, it's really generic. Yep. And it seemed to be the same, time, same thing this year. Do you mind? I'm trying to say something here. Every time I try to make a point. Quiet. Oh, yeah, you quiet down for him. And they're kind of cartoony too. That's another thing I didn't care for. The, the yeah, caps. the shirts. Well, the shirts have been like that for decades. Yeah, and that's well. That's why I like the the rum and the land shark ones because they weren't cartoony. So after uh, after walking around through the parking lot, we went back to the venue, got nine dollar Bud Lights. <laughs> that's right. And uh, and then found out we were looking for a land shark booth, but we didn't see it until after we bought the nine dollar Bud Lights. And they had land sharks for six dollars, yeah, but they were smaller. Yeah, they were smaller cups than the Bud Lights. The Bud Lights were those tall cans. I don't remember, I don't know how many ounces were in the cans, but they were uh, they were like sixteen. Yeah, they had to be at least. And uh, Mike and I had we took we uh, we availed ourselves of the row A tickets, or I availed myself of Mike's row A ticket. <laughs> and we both availed ourselves of my sister's row A ticket. <laughs> So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Knowing that we could just walk up to the ticket person and, and wait for their reaction. <laughs> yeah, Mick was noting that as we walked down closer and closer. Just to yeah, see the what first, the reaction would first be. Yeah, the first person didn't even do anything. No. It's just like, I walked down to the, talk to the guy down there. Yeah. And so the second guy, I held up my ticket and I said, I'd appreciate a gulp or a gasp at how great our tickets are. <laughs> And he goes, hey, they're good tickets. They're definitely good tickets. Yeah. So it's like, okay, thank you. Just a little token gesture. And uh, But then the last guy didn't do anything. There was one woman, though, right in between, right? She did. There was a reaction there. 
She did kind of give a little, ooh. <laughs> right this way, Mr. First Nighter. <laughs> and, uh, but the guy at the very bottom, I, get, I, don't, I don't think he was like a ticket person. I think it was security. Yeah, because he so didn't do anything. Yeah. This is weird. It was like, we could be in like row four, yeah. but we're going to sit in row A. No, he's just looking to D. kick people out. That's what he was doing. So we uh, we got our seats five and six in row A. Yep. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm concentrating on where seat five is. And when I find it, I suddenly realize the stage is at my freaking elbow. <laughs> I'm right next to the stage. Yeah. And then it was the holy crap moment where I realized how freaking <laughs> awesome our seats are. Exactly. Well, we kept walking down and down and down, closer and closer. <laughs> Holy crap. So that was great when I just, I suddenly realized it all, yeah, when it you, all came home. When you look at the seating chart, it's like, uh, it, it doesn't do it justice. You can't get it in your brain how close it is until you get there. Yeah. And then it's like, holy crap, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. John Lovell's microphone stand is right there. His table with little percussion things on it is right there. The riser with Robert Grinch's steel drums is right behind it. Yeah. Well, the year is 2010. <laughs> oh, Mr. Showrunner. Again. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell. Oh, it's the hey, first. I, I handled the open. It's the 1st of July. Don't sweat it. And now we can really start here on the we swing the North Coast. So you guys talking about the show? Are you talking about how Scott bitched in the car? Yes, that was that was definitely mentioned. I just wanted to say it again. Though I did take I did take that seat for the ride home, and that would have been horrible with no air. Yeah, with no air, and for a long time because yeah. there's some claustrophobia going on back there with your knees and your chin. Yeah, those are uh, those are like once I go in little They're, uh, panic. You know, like you have to breathe deep and try to push the panic away. <laughs> I can't imagine because I eat traffic jams anyway. Being in one back there, oh man. Yeah, next time let's just take two cars. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much less bitching. Still, just in case you could take Scott and yours, I'll take mine. <laughs> in case he bitches about something else. Well, if Scott was thinking he'd have brought his van. He's got this big ass van. Yeah, I know. He did mention that. He does have himself fit everybody in without a problem. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, me and Mick were just talking about our trip down to the row A and how uh, all the way down, we were... all the way down to row A. Shortly after we sat down, a, uh, two women sat down next to us, and the woman closest to us was very excited about how great her seats were, and she was talking about how she just bought them that morning through yep. Facebook. Oh. And uh, paid 400 bucks. She got a ticket for herself and a ticket for her mom. And she was just going. She was over the moon how how awesome it was. Yep. It, was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, she was. She was fired up. <laughs> but yeah, she had just gotten them, like, right. Day before, yeah. right? No, yeah. that was the day of. So, yeah, I didn't have that much time to sink in. <laughs> you had a couple weeks. Yeah, we had some time to... But I still, didn't it, didn't even, it didn't sink in until, uh, until you get... Until you walk right down there. Yeah. I, I looked at the map. Yeah. You, and, uh, you know you're, you're sitting right there, yeah. but until you sit there and realize how close you are. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like right there. You reach out. In, in fact, the uh, the security guy that uh, Jimmy always talks about, I, is it Charleston or Charles something? Carlton? Yeah, I think it's Carlton. He, uh, he was sitting right there at that corner, our corner, right where we were. 
So he's like right in front of us. We could have a conversation. In fact, the the woman sitting next to Mick did have a conversation with him. Yeah, I asked her if she was trying to get backstage. And she said, yeah, I probably could. And I said, yeah, yeah. you could get a lot farther backstage than I could get backstage. <laughs> you don't see me going up there and talking to me. <laughs> if so, he wouldn't be talking back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't be a conversation. It'd be one way. Yeah, I kept imagining what you guys were seeing, and it was cool to see the pictures, because I could just tell. Yeah, because it was right there. And then... And then um, we weren't there very long before the, the show started up, and Jimmy came right out, walking right yeah, past right. us on that he, corner. Yeah, he walked right in front of us, yep. up to the microphone. You could, It seemed like you could reach out and touch him. Obviously, yeah. you couldn't, but it was so larger than life. Yeah, yeah I could imagine like you guys were sitting like at the Ark, seeing a show yeah. at the Ark almost. Yeah. Well-lit, bigger stage, but like the Ark. Yeah. That's yeah, what I kept yeah. imagining. And John Lovell was Because right I could in see you, though. Us. Every time, I could always pick you out. Yeah, the lights were I could on us pick much Mick of the out. time. Mick in his, his shirt. And then I had, I'd always pick Mick. Mick would, I would come to my view all the time. Mike, I couldn't see all the time. <laughs> yeah, Mick was right at that corner. And Scott and Patty were easy to pick out, too. When mm -hmm. Patty uh, texted me before the show started saying that, that, uh, I think she said that it might be too loud for me, so we should exchange tickets. <laughs> yes. And uh, mother schmo tried some similar. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. Yeah, it you, didn't work. You wrote uh, Mike to say that you you should exchange uh, exchange tickets for a song, yeah. and Mike texted back, "Yeah, I want an Elo." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, "Well, let's do it now. Maybe I just won't get it back <laughs> if I can get it early." <laughs> Possessions nine tenths exactly. or whatever. But I enjoyed my KK. I did enjoy those seats. I'm mean, sure. I couldn't. I couldn't see where you were. I was. I was looking for you, but I couldn't see you. But Scott. Oh, we waved. I thought you saw me and waved, but you were just waving. Yeah. Trying to well, catch me. Scott and Patty were easy to spot because Scott had a, a green shirt on and Patty had an orange top on. Yeah. So they were e they were surprisingly easy to spot. And it didn't look. They weren't that far back either. Those were pretty decent yeah. seats. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, they were closer than mine. Yeah. They were on the side and stuff. But they were closer. Yeah. They were inside. I wouldn't say even halfway back. They were inside of halfway. Mm -hmm. So they were pretty decent seats. Yeah. Yeah. That was your original yeah, too. Yeah. yeah well, I was lucky. I got those right from Ticketmaster. But uh, I knew the area you would be in because obviously you could yeah, it was see right the behind the soundboard and there was a lot of space. But um, I could not uh, see you. So that's how we spent Elo's three songs, just waving to each other, try, trying to wave to each other, and texting back and forth. <laughs> but I was listening to, to Elo. I liked, you know what, I, I liked those songs. How many songs did he play? Three. Did I, I, I only noticed I lost two. my way, too, and Mick said, is this the third song? Oh, no, no, second song. But when he finished, I said, oh, he's only playing two songs. I said out <laughs> loud. I think, yeah. Jake, um, maybe it was that one wrong. Oh, I didn't, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, he did uh, Party Man. A song I think is called "Can't Stand for That," and then he did Bob Marley's Three Little Birds," which I really enjoyed. I think. Uh, well, yeah, but I didn't enjoy it because of Elo. I enjoyed it because I knew it was a Bob Marley song. But he did it differently. He, he like uh, sped it up and and then slowed it back down at the end, more yeah. like Marley was. I liked the I first song. It was yeah. kind of cool. I mean, as as a warm up, I have no. I'm not going to bitch and moan that. And it would like Mick said earlier uh, at the show, he's more of like an appetizer. He but, wasn't even like a big warm up. He just, yeah, it's just three songs. That's, but that's three cool. songs as well. Yeah. It's perfect, right? Yeah, it's. Yes. Yeah. Keep, keep him out of this regular show or doing his songs anyway, mm -hmm. the regular show if they want to 
bring him on and play. He didn't even come on and play during any songs or anything, did he? No. Mm -mm. So no, I, I enjoy. I enjoyed my the sound. I noticed that, and it probably would have been that at your seats too. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. So not. Great. I mean, your seats. I meant your original two, where Scott yeah, and Patty sure. were, where you could. It's been a while since I could understand everything he was saying, when he talked between, between songs on the mm -hmm. lawn. You can't. There's no way, and uh, you can understand the talking, and then you can understand the songs. It was just like listening on Radio Margaritaville, and usually I don't get that. And uh, so I was just struck by the sound. So I was really happy. Maybe the sound system is better or whatever, but still. Yeah, I don't know. And I could see everything. I was right there in the center, so I could see the left, the right. It was just, it just was enjoyable. The weather was nice. Yeah, and everything, like Mick mentioned before, it's a, it's a tightly well-oiled machine. It's everything all fit, fit perfectly together. They, you know, Buffett introduces Elo. Elo does his thing. They play the other right thing. In. Boom, yeah, Jimmy's like, out. It's like clockworks down those sides. Okay, launch into the set list. Yeah, let's do that. I had, I was afraid that uh, the, the two Mansfield shows were before us, and the first Mansfield show was kind of standard, and the second Mansfield show, Jimmy did a lot of different songs. He kind of rearranged stuff and brought new songs in, and I was really worried because I figured, well, he's got that out of his system. Now our show is going to be the standard one. And I, after hearing it all this time, I was not looking forward to being bored at our show. So I was kind of worried, and he ended up really mixing it up again. Our, our show was kind of like the second Mansfield one, because mm -hmm. he did not come on with Nobody From Nowhere. He did, yeah. uh, no, don't eat my laptop. Piece of Work was the first song. Yeah, and I was surprised now I didn't listen to the second Mansfield show, so it's always been Nobody... From nowhere up until that. when it, but he has done piece of work. When it's not nobody from nowhere, it's piece okay. of work. But it's it's a rarity. But he has done piece of work as a person. And I was, I got so excited and I started going, I'm a piece of work. And then I realized that's all that I know. And I had to stop singing. And then I looked up and I saw Jim Mayer grinning at me. And and then I figured out, oh, great, he saw me. Now I'm an idiot. But, You're one of those guys that don't know anything about the titles exactly. of the songs but, but, of Margaritaville. But later on, every time I would look at Jim Mayer, he would still be grinning at me. And then I realized, wait a second, I'm standing next to an attractive blonde. Yeah. He's looking at her. <laughs> it's and I noticed that, uh, that uh, John, John Lovell would occasionally glance my way at the blonde standing next to me. Yeah. And even Jimmy was looking at the blonde standing next to me. Is that the one that was all excited? Yeah. Ever yes. since, uh, she could have got backstage for sure. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> there's no doubt. So that that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, he did. They were all kind of looking our way too. I'm thinking, uh, you know, they did like look at us, like down the row and stuff. At least I, eventually on the way to the blonde, you know. So I'm pretty sure he looked at us on occasion. I should have given you a little sign that, for the end to put up. Say, Were those, say see a schmo or something. <laughs> yeah. those schmucks Oh, that, next that to reminds me. We, we saw the microphone that was aiming at the crowd that we figured. There's a little microphone mounted on the stage, or on a, on a tiny little mic stand, aimed at the crowd, and we assumed that's the microphone for Radio Margaritaville for crowd noise mm -hmm. for our side. And so when I noticed that, it was Mike and I were going to shout see a schmo at the end of the concert to see if it would get picked up. Because then you'd finally get see a schmo <laughs> yeah. at the end of a Buffett show. 
But by the time the show ended, we forgot. <laughs> shoot. Although there were occasions where it was quiet and we did yell some things. I think like right around a. Uh, Robert Greenwich introduction or mention. I listened to the show afterwards trying to listen for us because there were a couple things where I thought that should probably show up. It wasn't like I was trying to, like I was deliberately trying to get on the recording, but it's like when I'd whistle after a song, it's like, hey, I should, I should look out for that when I listen to it, but I didn't. But when, uh, when the first time Robert Greenwich was introduced, which was after Knees in My Heart, yep. we, we both shouted like manish and you can hear that in the concert so i'm pretty sure that's the two of us doing that and it was perfectly natural it wasn't like we were deliberately trying to get noticed it's just our reaction that's what we do when robert g talks about robert g robert g's great so you got to cheer for him and we happen to be the only ones in our area that was cheering for robert g even though robert g's great robert grant's on a steel drum And uh, you can hear that on the recording, so I'm pretty sure that is us. Yep. I heard it. Even without the use of headphones, I can still hear it in the car. What's he eating? He's wood. He's just found a piece of wood. I don't even care <laughs> you're anymore. Walked, you're just looking at him. Is that He's the, not bothering your me. wood. Just take the wood. And... Is that the second song, Knees in My Heart, or is that later? Uh, uh, second song is Only oh, Time Will yeah. Tell. Yeah, Only Time Will Tell. That's yeah. right. Which was good. It fit right in, to, uh, right after Piece of Work, still rocking and... and uh, Transition right to that song. It was pretty good. And then we get to uh, Knees of My Heart. I've always liked that song. I always like hearing that song live. It's not like super awesome. I just like hearing it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I could, I could do without it. I would bring Knees of My Heart before it came out. And kind of, you know, one of those songs he previewed before the album came out. That album being, I think, Riddles, right? Riddles in the Sand. Yep. Someone brought that. A woman in the very front row. Oh yeah. Brought a copy of the LP of Riddles in the Sand. Oh wow. And got it signed mm-hmm. right at the end of the show. Yep. I think it was before the encores. It, it took him like one second to sign it, so I think it was like a JD. <laughs> yeah, I saw him now. He was work. signing things and how fast it went. Yeah, it was just I was just work. laughing. Um, but I couldn't tell everything he was signing, like hats or something. So I, I saw this as I watched all that. I was watching Mike to see if he'd get up and get his hand slapped. <laughs> and uh, later. Jacob was reminding me, my son Jacob. He was with me because I couldn't find get a date. So, so that was Jacob's. I don't know if you talked about that. Jacob, Jacob's first uh, Buffett show, but first Pine Knob show. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's been to some concerts and stuff with his friends and everything, but he'd never been to Pine Knob. Pine Knob. Wow. Of course, he doesn't know the term "fine Pine Knob," only because we say it. I know. Dumb kids. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, it's DTE Energy Music Theater. <laughs> what a stupid name. <laughs> At least it hasn't they, changed a million times. If like they other like just called it Energy Music Theater, I'd probably switch to calling it Energy Music Theater, but DTE Energy Music Theater is just so ungainly. <laughs> but the nice thing is that Buffett never calls it that. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. And Steve Huntington never calls it that. He mentioned it numerous times, and he mentioned it uh, pre-show. Yeah, he, pre-show he called thing. it Pine Canab in yeah. the pre-show. They're just joking around. And, uh, yeah, he makes it a point never to say DTE, which is cool. I know. It's I really really appreciate cool. that. Yeah, he doesn't even, like some places he'll he'll admit what it is called, but then revert back to what yeah, he's used to calling it. he'll still call it, it He's never, I don't think he's ever mentioned DTE. Nope. 
And we are tonight at Pine Knob. Pine Knob. Knob, outside of Detroit. <laughs> we were discussing our, our many wonderful stops over the years here. Over the years. In we Pine Knob. Pine Knob. We had quite a... We've yeah. been coming to Pine Knob for a long time. <laughs> and uh, I still love... This is one of the great old original venues. That's right. It and, you know, um, it's a great rock and roll venue, and I love this gig because we are glad to be back in Michigan, and oh, uh, nice. we have a beautiful, beautiful evening. Oh, yes. He does mention that it's not the real name. I know he has before. That Pine Knob, it's not called that anymore, but we call it Pine Knob. So he's like... Yeah, like he, in the past. Now he doesn't even bother with that. Well, you know, it's like he's, he just flaunts it in front of <laughs> yeah. the corporate sponsors yeah. that, that keep him going, really. Yeah, somebody at DTE must have pissed him off sometimes. He's really screwing up. That's where he got after. He's in my heart. Five o'clock somewhere. Oh, yes. Which, uh, it's like a mainstay, right? It's always played now. Yeah. And it was kind of a strange introduction to it I don't remember now before it's like uh, Mac and Jimmy would do like a little skit yeah but this one it was just like Jimmy talked for a while and then they just said no nah, it's 5 o'clock somewhere and then they went into the song that's right and they all like let didn't Mac just say 5 o'clock somewhere and Jimmy <laughs> looked at him like <laughs> like Mac was looking at him like I don't I don't got I have nothing <laughs> so uh, so let's just play the song cause geez everybody knows this is what we're gonna do I'm not in the mood or something, but they all some they were all like kind of laughing. Let's get let's do the song. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Nick <laughs> just kind of I think I think that's when he just went with his hand waved his hand. This is good for audio podcast. <laughs> Shmo for our listeners at home. Shmo is throwing an imaginary football like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his hand open, palm <laughs> completely open, yeah, and forward. <laughs> So, after 5 o'clock somewhere, we have Come Monday. He again mentioned that place in Southfield. He the Raven Gallery. Every time. The only time I've ever heard that mentioned is every single Buffalo every, show upon that. Every show. The Raven Gallery in Southfield. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is again, I was struck by, I just liked it, how everything was sounding. I don't know if it was just where my seat is, if it was just the right kind of night, um, if the sound system was better. It just sounded good, clean. And that's a big song to hear that early, fifth song. Hmm. And then he uh, followed that up with Nothing But a Breeze. Has he, he been playing that? No, he brought that back from Mansfield. The ones I heard it didn't have. The it. second Mansfield show, he brought that back, and it was really cool to hear then. And it was it was cool again to hear it upon He I think he played it for the Cool Blue North line. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Made and of course of I like it because it's one of my tequila songs. It's just tequila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least Jimmy's version does. Not the original, but that. Was that there's something funny about the way he introduced that? He talked about was he thought it was the Uncle Faye Hotel or something, or, or am I thinking of another? Oh yeah, this is a little song uh, we did a couple albums ago. I think it's on Faye Hotel. Is that the one song? Or what's the one? Come on, take the weather with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We've done a lot of those records. Jesus, I still call them records. I mean, that's what they still are to me. So Mac knows the discography better than Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I couldn't believe Jimmy thought it was off the last. Album. Yeah, yeah, come on. He, was just, he just worked on. The well, last he's album. older and he's like, it's it's one of the more I, recent ones. Hundreds it of seems songs. Like <laughs> it could fit. Huh? You know, it's not like he didn't write it. So, you know, it's from the stable, from the bullpen. Yeah. Let's try to forget about that. But I enjoyed the song. It, I didn't notice that he asked that. That's, I missed that. Yeah, I enjoy the song. It's, I like that song. And then, uh, then comes a, an old standby, um, Volcano. 
Mm-hmm. They had that backdrop of the volcano exploding. Mm-hmm. The backdrops were cool because they were yeah. they were like moving. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. TV screen, but it was a loop. Yeah, but it was this, it was a big ass. It looked screen. so cool, and it looks it looked cool behind the people when they showed them on the on the side screens. You know, in, in the background. It yeah, we couldn't see the side screens. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. The screens were actually behind us. Yeah. <laughs> if we'd have to crane over to look at the screen. I had to turn around yeah. to see the screen on our And side. even then, it was kind of washed out because you were at a weird yeah. angle. It was really weird. But uh, I don't remember the introduction of Volcano. I don't know if there was anything funnier in that. There was one part where Jimmy was talking about how light it still was, just like we were joking about the week before. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, this is like playing a barbecue. Yes. And then uh, he I goes... Because he meant that. He kind of... It was like a secondhand... Con- I mean, he, he said something, and he looked out in the sun again. It's like, like playing a barbecue was, or something. Yeah, he was wearing sunglasses at the beginning. And then he almost dropped an F-bomb, which is what I'm always looking for in the live shows. Because I'm tired of him being, quote-unquote, family entertainment. And he goes, uh, it's like playing a barbecue. This is fucking great. But he kind of swallowed the... Yeah, the word. But if you listen to it on Radio Margaritaville, you can make out that he was about to drop the F-bomb. Well, before the sun goes down, which is going to be a long time today, this is like playing a barbecue, you know? This is good. There were a couple F-bombs. Yeah, there were. There were some legitimate ones, yeah. but I, I just like that because it was like he was about to say it, but he had to watch his language because he saw some kids in the audience or something. <laughs> and there were a couple kids right there front and center too which kind of pissed me off yeah, screw them yes yeah, pissed me kids yeah pissed me off and it didn't get dark till the to the second set yeah the first yeah even one. into i think when he started the second yeah. set it was still light so where do we leave off uh we talked the volcano uh, changes in latitudes was next mm-hmm. and of course with all the uh no polding stuff going on, on the screen. <laughs> yeah good yeah which we couldn't see very well. Yeah, I couldn't. It was that that was a disappointment because I couldn't see the screens. And somebody, I think Scott mentioned that the the, the crazy girl was on there. Yeah, the volcano that uh, that science project volcano yeah. was in our video role, and the skanky girl was. Yeah, in it was there Uncle sometimes. Larry's. Was yeah. the, on the banner, so Uncle Larry was on there. I call her Skanky Girl. She's probably quite nice. She's, she's a librarian in yeah. Southfield Public Library. She just cut loose that evening and said hello to time. But still, I, I've been referring to her as the Skanky Girl. <laughs> yeah. Who likes attention? She, she was getting some attention. She had a crowd around. So, yeah, we couldn't see what was going on in the parking lot. Which I would gladly give up for those seats. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. We were in the parking lot. That's good enough for me. And then next up was If the Phone Doesn't Ring, It's Me. And that's one he said he hadn't played in a long time. Didn't yeah, well, he's been playing it this yeah. tour, but apart from that, he hasn't played it in a while. But he's played it for a it's lot like, of the shows this tour. So when he when he began that introduction, it's like, ooh, cool. This ought to be interesting. I know. And then he started talking about cell phones yep. and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay. That's just a stock intro to this song. Yep. But, you know, I never really cared for the song, but it was, uh, I don't know, it fit. It was good that I night. like it. I like the song. Yeah, it was never one of my favorite. It's got one of my favorite lines in it, for one thing. Which is? Good days and bad days and going half mad days. It's it's a nice song, and uh, it's like, I don't you know, either way, but uh, it's nostalgic for me somewhere. Huh? Somewhat, you know, 1984, I think, we're talking Last Mango album. And I just go back to those days immediately when I hear a song from that album. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, this song, it's, it's pretty good. 
And he's an right, angel. though. And you, you have to think back, you know, no no cell phones. And back then, you know, all the phones were attached with wires, you know, or, mm-hmm. or to your wall, for crying out loud. Yeah, I don't, wow. in 1984, we... Probably just getting cordless phones made, just, but they'd be the huge exactly. ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Antenna. Stupid mm-hmm. antenna that gets broken off the week you that you got them. Well, hey, I wish my phone had an extendable antenna, because then I wouldn't I wouldn't be dropping calls every time I gripped it with my left hand. <laughs> well, you get get yourself your <laughs> iPhone four bumper and you'll be all set. Mick complaining about his damn iPhone four. He's got <laughs> light years out of my Dinosaur phone. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't have the iPhone for for our show. Right, right. Yeah, well, I could have been. The... I could have been shooting high def video, 720p video yep. from Row A, yep. but no, it didn't come out till two days after. Yep. But even but, as it is, you got some great shots. Yeah, I I have to admit, I don't want to blow my my phone's horn, but I was impressed with some of the photos yeah. I had. From no light, no flash. I'm just using natural light. Usually there'd be a ton of blur, but quite a lot of those photos look sharp and clear. Yep. Wow, they're good photos. There are a ton of photos that I... Well, not a ton. There's a, there's a little less than a ton of photos that I shot that are blurry, but I didn't upload them, obviously. But a little more than a ton, because I don't shot look, two uh, tons. They didn't look like cell phone photos. They look like camera photos. Yeah. They, I was impressed. When I got home and took a look at them, they look good on the screen, but when I actually look, looked at them on the on the monitor, it's like, damn, some mm. of these are good. Mm-hmm. So, all credit to my iPhone 3G, yeah. but I would have liked to have used an iPhone 4. Yeah, we could add some more fun. Because the video I shot is horrid. <laughs> <laughs> Three frames a second. Yeah, I could flip the photos faster than that. Three yeah. frames a second is what it came out to, and it's it's unwatchable. But I did upload one of the files, but I'll mention it later when we get to that song. So, uh, next up, where the boat leaps from. Oh, yeah. So, here he, uh, he took a liking to the Zach Brown song and made it part of his own show. Just like we did, we said, this is like a bucket yeah. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look how, you know, fired up we would be. <laughs> so he's actually claimed it. Yeah. This is not only like a Buffett song, it's going to be a Buffett song. <laughs> it's in a Buffett show. I staked my claim. And it sounded great. I I liked, I had liked the song anyway. I liked it as soon as I heard it. And then uh, to actually have it in a Buffett show now, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. So, where the boat leap from? And then uh, to one particular harbor. And he kept stressing that it's the original version. Yeah, kind of. Not really. Yeah, he so. kind of... Yeah, he said that. Yeah. And then it's it very was important that he made it that was point. similar, but yeah, I didn't think it was all the way like it was when he, he first played it live. Yeah, yeah he, he just kind of added a couple bars of just him strumming guitar, but then they launched it in the same way that they always do it. Yeah. So it wasn't like they originally did it. Not truly the original version. But uh, early in the show, first first half. Um, yeah, second to last song. That's yeah. where it's been. Forever, I believe, yep. on this tour. I think it's always been second to last song. Yep. And then to close out that uh, first half is Big Top, which we, if we're predicting, it'd be starting the show, but well, it's they right were close. In a, it's in a, yeah, in a prime spot. Yeah, That's the name of the tour. Yeah. It's it's probably even in a more notable spot than yeah. first song. Yeah. So the whole first set leads up to it. Yep. Yeah. Close and now it's like set. we're going to go for a break and we're going to come back under the Big Top and it's going to be dark and it wasn't dark, but yeah. yeah. And then they did the uh, 
three videos yep. for intermission. But for some reason, our videos were shown in backwards order. Because before it's been the uh, Zach Brown video, then African Friend video, and then a Missy So Badly video. But for some reason, Missy So Badly, that I didn't even know was a video. I, what did they show during Missy So Badly? Was it like tailgate stuff, or was it a video? Yeah, see, we couldn't see it. We no, tell. was it a Buffett video, well, or was it I just... Won't tell you. <laughs> if I remember. For the benefit of our, of our no, listeners. No, I think it was like uh, tailgate stuff, but like a bunch of... It was somewhere else, okay, yeah. and it was like Texas. Okay. Because, I mean, I remember, I think, because I think I remember a bunch of Longhorn stuff all the time hmm. in that in that video. So because it was like recent tailgate kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been hearing it on Radio Margaritaville and wondering... Are they just playing the song? But uh, but now we see that it was a video. But usually, Miss You So Badly is the last one, but in ours, it was the first one. Which, now that I'm listening to the show over and over again, you know, I, I hear this, and, and it's it's hit me again. What a, what a great song what this really song. is. <laughs> Lyrically, what a, what a great song this, this is. is a, this is a great song. When you song. listen to yeah, just listen to the, the words. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's Isn't it inspired. the? Didn't Fingers co-write that with him or know. something like that, or write it? Yeah, I thought Fingers had something to do with it. It's just I've always liked that song. It's, it's amazing. So go back and listen to this thing again. It's 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 worth it. It, it kind of gets lost in the in the way back, but yeah, you know it's worth another listen. It's really an outstanding song. And then uh, Country Fried, which I like. I liked when. Zach Brown did it, so, and then that uh, that version of African Friend. Yeah, when which I is first a great version. When I yeah. first heard that, I'm going, "Oh my God, he's playing African Planet Friend live!" live. Yep, yep. Sure and then like I found out shortly thereafter that it was, I don't know, it's just like a video or something. Yeah. Which was odd. He's playing a video of himself yeah. singing a song. Yeah, exactly. It's like how many how many acts play their own music yeah. for their intermission? <laughs> he's got too many songs. He's got to he's got to play videos of the tough playing. It was songs. cool it was, to hear it. You know, I'd like him to do it live. Oh yeah, I'd love yeah. to have him do African <coughs> Friend again. It's like if you can put <coughs> it in the intermission. How come you can't play it? Why again? not? Start with it. But it was a great verse. He did start a show way back when with it. Hey. And that's the signal to start the second half <laughs> of the Pineapple Show. And to begin the show is Mexico. Kind of rhymes. Yeah. For a long time it's been uh, everybody's on the phone. But uh, that changed, I think that changed before, but it really changed in the Mansfield Show, which was the one before us when they did Mexico. And then listening to it on Radio Margaritaville, I wasn't even sure if it was the second half of the show or if they were still, if they were playing another live thing, because Jimmy didn't come out and say, here's the next song. Yeah, there's no introduction. But he did do it for Pine Knob. And of course, it was pretty obvious that, that it was the second half, because we were able to see him on stage. Mm -hmm. But it started out like a different song, though. It was kind of strange. I didn't. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, what was that? Mexico. Right it was kind of cool. Yeah. Then he went into that whole slow beginning of Mexico. Mm -hmm. And he played Mexico, and then yeah. somewhere, either at the end or in the middle, he went back to that beginning part. Mm -hmm. 
I what thought... was that? It was cool. Sounding. I know, but it didn't it didn't sound like that song? It sounded like another. Uh, I don't yeah, know, it's, it... it sounded like the music he was using to to introduce Cuban Crime of Passion. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Which is what I thought he was going to do, and then, like you said, they did that opening bit to Mexico, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay. It was almost like, oh, let's not do that song. Let's do this instead. Yeah. It sounded cool. It just didn't really go together. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it was different. Fruitcakes was oh, up yeah. next. That was cool. And that's the song where he, where he dropped the F-bomb because it was part of the lyrics where he talked about uh, being fucked by oil tycoons. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. And he was... He did... He introduced that line last year and I don't remember why. Gas prices, right? I guess. I, I really don't remember the context. I think it was gas But prices. now it's like... Yes, we are really being fucked by oil tycoons now. Oh. Last year is nothing compared to the fuckage that we're getting now. Yeah, what a mess. The fuckage. Yeah, don't get us started on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go off on our one of our environmental rant, rants here. And, uh, you know how we can't stop the, the show. environment. <laughs> and then uh, Criolla with Nadira, mm -hmm. which sounded awesome. Always one of my favorites, mainly because of the, uh, the Robert G... Um, pan solo, but good song. Especially your, she yeah, she's good. And then was uh, Pascagoula Run. I can't make out what I, what you wrote here. Oh, last played twelve twenty one two thousand. I didn't write that. I just got that off Buffett News. Uh, two thousand five. Yeah, that was that was the big surprise for us. Pascagoula yeah. Run was Pascagoula Run. That's the song I did not expect because he hasn't played that played that in a while and. Uh, but I, I, when he started, it's like he's probably rehearsing this song for the Gulf Coast concert. Ah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. See? Now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. We also did that at Alpine Valley in four days after. So, and then Cheeseburger up after that, which is a staple of the show. Gotta play it. That was where that woman walked up. Oh, the brassiere thing. Yeah. The, the large brassiere. This, this kind of. 40-ish, 50-ish woman comes walking up in a white top and, and black hair. That's all I saw of her. And she just stands. She talks to the security guy, and she just kind of stands there and waits. And I don't know if Jimmy saw her or if he was just on his way over anyway. It was during the guitar solo. He just came over to our side, and she tossed something up, and it hit him in the chest. And he bends down to pick it up, and it's this giant black brassiere. I didn't know what that was, what was going on, until he, he mentioned it. Yeah. Then he made a point of saying it's a large brassiere. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I thought that she just brought it as a prop, but... No. But when I mentioned it to a... Mike, he corrected me on that. She was wearing a blazer, and then uh, she had nothing on under it. So, there you go. So that apparently uh, that was the real deal. She took it off and, and uh, tossed it on up. Yeah, she was standing right in front of us for for a couple minutes, yep. and uh, I had no idea what she had in mind. And then once Jimmy mentioned it, it's like, oh crap! I should have gotten a photo of her. So I'm trying to get my my cell phone out and get it powered up in time. But the only photo I got of of her is her walking away out of sight. And so Jimmy did pick it up, and he wound up putting it on. Uh, Mike's um, keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he said, uh, you know. Someone danced out of their clothing on that last song. I... I'll leave it to you to get that back to the appropriate lady when the show is over, okay? All right. 
You check in with Mike Huntley for Lost and Found. For anybody that might be missing a large brassiere when this show is over. It's crazy under tent three in the big top. I don't know. It was large. She's a, <laughs> she's a big woman. And then during the encores, it it the the broad disappeared though. After a while, I don't know if they if if Michael Utley just dropped it to the floor or something. To oh get yeah, off I, his didn't, keyboard I didn't keep or track. But then later on, I saw John Lovell pick it up. Um, I think it was when they came out for the encores, but before they actually started playing, he picked it up and looked at it, and then he set it on top a, a different keyboard, not the not the keyboard in front, but the keyboard that was that was at an angle facing us. And so I tried to get a photo of that when he was picking it up, but I actually got a photo of him after he set it down, so you can see like the cone of it is sitting on top of the keyboard. And then uh, son of a son of a sailor, and uh, nothing remarkable there, right? Good song. Good song. Yeah, good song. Always a good song. And uh, I don't have enough light. <laughs> Trip around the sun. I got help. <coughs> Trip around the sun with. Tina singing the uh, Martina McBride part. And I tried to shoot some video of it for Listener Ed. Just Tina. so I could. Yep. Well, Tina, Tina just post that well. for Listener Ed. But just tell that for Listener Ed. Tina. Yeah, she sounded good. She looked and, and did that well. Yeah. yeah. You guys were talking about how she kicked her shoes off when she was standing next to Jimmy. Yeah, she kicked them off before she even left her spot. Yeah. Yeah. So that when she was standing next to Jimmy, she wouldn't tower over him. Yep. She, she had, had a, some big heels. She shuffled over there barefooted. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dance around next to Jimmy. Which was good, yeah. I mean, she was taller than him anyway, even barefooted. And then she went back and climbed back up on her heels. Back in her spot. The frogs back. The frogs agree. Yeah. They, they like Tina, too. <laughs> One for yes and two for no. You hear that, listener? These frogs are on your side. I, that's a good song. They did a good job. Yeah, they did. Song. And she sounded really good. I mean, there's there. Sometimes of late, she hasn't sounded as uh, and it is as good as before. Kind of birthday season for me. It was just a few yeah. days before, so it was like, yeah, it's a happy birthday to Schmo song. Yes, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't say anything. So it was good to hear. They did did a fine job on it. And then a pirate looks at forty, which had a unique beginning. Mm-hmm. They yeah. started off Which they've uh, been doing, right? with a and, yeah. different instrument tour. I appreciate that. Just I like the Marlowe's tour. I like the it. ventures. It's still it was still a song, and it added the, another dimension, and I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they had like a, a bass line, like like a under the boardwalk kind of bass line to it. Yeah. See, frogs agree. <laughs> was that Joe or the frog? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He does it better than the frog. <laughs> you suck, frog. So, very good rendition of Pirate. I appreciate that. And then, back where I come from, featuring Mac McAnally. So, I like so, this song. I, song. Lo- I like it. I've yeah. been listening to this. It's, and... it's growing on me. Yeah, I have I like no it. idea. Isn't it, isn't it uh, a Kenny Chesney? Made oh, was hit? this the Mac and Kenny Chesney song? I okay. think so. That sounds familiar. Oh, okay. I, I think I heard it. I so think we talked it, about this at the beginning of the tour. Chesney made it a hit. It was like, it was a big hit. But I didn't pay any attention. But now it's, it's growing on me. Since oh, I like the song a lot. It's a good song. It fit right in. Yeah, and it's just everybody took, didn't everybody take a chance? A turn? Chance. <laughs> Come on, frog. I wasn't oh. done. <laughs> 
take hey, a turn singing or something speak, like that? Yeah, speaking of uh, the reefers taking taking turns, I could have sworn that the bit on Where the Boat Leaves From was sung by Elo. The voice that I didn't recognize, I was listening to every concert that, we, that I've recorded, and uh, I was trying to place this voice. I was thinking, maybe it's Robert G, because it had kind of an accent to it. And it's like, no, Robert G doesn't have a voice like that, because he, he did a part on uh, Don't Stop the Carnival. And then I'm thinking, it sounds like Elo. Maybe Elo comes out. But then, at the Pine Knob Show, I finally got a chance to see the, the face behind the voice, and it was Peter Mayer. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. It wasn't Elo. Yeah, his was, he was like softer and higher yeah. during that song. Yeah, I wondered where he was going with that. It was really bugging me, because I, I uh, in the show notes, where I where I talk about the first time we heard that song, the show notes for it, I admit that I have no idea who the voice is. And I even, in the concert roundup, I even made a point of, in, of including that voice going, I don't know who this is. And then after a while, it started sounding like Elo, and it's like, oh man, how could I have not known what Elo that it was Elo? And I was about to admit that, oh, it's Elo. And then when I saw the song performed, it's it wasn't Elo; it was Peter Mayer, doing his best Elo accent. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, so just imagine that I made that point back with uh, where the boat leaves from. Carry on. Okay. And uh, woman going crazy on Caroline Street. Now, we talked about this after, directly after the show, that uh, it's this, this tour, it sounds really good. They've, they've kicked it up. They're, it's more of a rocking kind of a... Yeah, it's the highlight of the show thing. for me. Yeah, like, it's a highlight. Yeah, this I, would be... I always love this. This would have been where uh, Surfing and Hurricane would have gone, because it leads right into Southern Cross. But instead, we got Woman Going Crazy, which led into... So that's a good cross. trade again. We had another good trade. Yeah, definitely. Mexico good trade. for everybody's me- on the phone. Everybody's on the phone. Okay, these are all good trades that yep. we have. I uh, I agree. Although I, I like nobody from good. nowhere. We got piece of work, which is good. Last year we heard nobody yeah, we, from nowhere we did, last year. So. Yeah, piece of work's good. But uh, yeah, I really. Uh, <clears throat> It's just that. well, it was a seventies, seventies rock and roll, and 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 the you know, Clayton and Greenwich went off. And it was just, it was the old band. It was like Buffett from, you had to be there yeah. playing it. it was, yeah, and it was. Coral Reefer set. It was more electric. Yeah. Than, it, than you know, the acoustic deal that we've heard. So I just, I just, I just loved it. It sounded great. Yeah. Yep. I am with you. And then, as we mentioned, it went into Southern Cross, which is the same, right? Yeah. But still enjoyable. Pretty I'm still standard. Everybody loves to sing along yeah. to it. I'm still singing yeah. along with it. With the lights and everything. It was yeah. cool to see. Got to get in I don't know if Jacob could recognize the song or what. It was. Yeah, I think almost everybody has a... Must notice... Yeah, that sounds familiar to everybody, you would think. Yeah. I know. And then, of course, the next song, Margaritaville, which is very familiar to everybody. With... Uh, the Lost Verse and... Surprise Our friend appearance by yeah good friend of Jimmy's. <laughs> now there was a rumor that his limo, that Brett Michaels' limo, was seen. In it the wasn't a li- it was a it was a tour bus. We saw the we train. saw the tour bus kind of thing, like a face on the side and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we saw that. Yep. Because back when we were walking around through the parking lot, I heard rumbles of of there was a Brett Michaels sighting, and maybe he's going to appear on stage with Buffett. And I'm going, yeah, fat chance of that ever happening. Oh, I thought he might open up because it was the full, it was the big tour bus, and I thought, well, Jesus, he gonna open instead of Elo, perhaps? Because it's he's on 
Buffett's label. So it would it wouldn't be surprising that he would promote him. But uh, no, he popped out for a little help with Margaritaville. Yeah, got a good crowd reaction. Everybody, uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the, feel sorry for him for his. Uh, the attractive blonde next to me was going eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's grabbed my arm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> you can it's hear like it. TV. You can hear on my recording if you dare to watch my crappy recording, my <laughs> the, my video of it. But it was cool to see him out there. It was a different presentation, right? How many times have we heard Margaritaville? Yeah, yeah, this is cool. It's good to switch it up a little. I didn't, I didn't think he really mastered the lyrics all that well. <laughs> well, they, if you watch the Margarillas video, you can see that he's there. There are teleprompters yeah. that he can read the lyrics off of. Yeah, I was going to mention that eventually here. Yeah. The teleprompters. Yeah, I remember Jimmy saying that if he ever has to rely on a teleprompter, he's going to retire. I was thinking yeah. that too. And, uh, <laughs> and I noticed is, him looking, you know, looking there during the show, and I just assumed there's no teleprompters. I'm like, how did Brett Michaels mm. learn all the songs, the, the words there for that song? He yeah, even really the st- Lost First. Yeah, does the lost they must have really studied up on the side. I can't believe he would have done that. No, it's then you see the, the teleprompter, and my sister it pointed out to me on Facebook by leaving a comment for yeah. that picture. That's what brought out and said, "Oh yeah, there's teleprompters." And Buffett said he never would do yeah, that. Yeah. See, and I just took him for his word. I never even looked for it. Well, I noticed he was looking during the show. Yeah, but I thought it was the set list. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. on those screens. On the screens. I thought the set list was on the screens. No, they don't use it. They just use a piece of paper on the stage for that. I didn't see any paper. I thought that was the set list. I thought Buffett might be too high tech for a paper set. List. <laughs> So they put two separate screens with just the set list on. Yeah. That's what I thought. High def. I was trying to make out what, what it was on the uh, on the video on the high def video to see if it was. No, yeah, swear, yeah, yeah. We get it. You were I close. I swear you can see it. I, I swear you can see the word. No, it was in the video on the, on the screen or scroll on the screen. Oh well, I could be wrong. But the I thing guess. is, if I was a performer, I would be using a teleprompter. Oh, I definitely would. Yeah, it doesn't even, it doesn't even care about the it. age. No way. I'm not even worried about age. If I was a 20-year-old performer, I would be relying on a teleprompter. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, I don't even care that Jimmy uses a teleprompter. I'm not going to care they did. It's just funny that he said I would never Yeah, do. I know. Yeah. You know, you knew when he said it. It's like, don't say that. <laughs> it's one of those things you don't say. But yeah, it's like, I'd be, be I would have been, been using a teleprompter way before Jimmy made that quote. Oh, absolutely. Well, even in Jimmy, Mike's brother Jimmy, yeah. I mean, he basically uses... Pieces yeah. of paper he has to. There's he's so got many the songs. Books. Yeah, he's got a he's big got the books and, and with the chords and all. He that used stuff. to have a laptop that he would he would uh, have it time so he would scroll it. Remember, he was very interested in the iPad having the lyrics. Yeah, he should get an right. iPad. Yeah, see now that would be you could see that. That would work well, out well. Maybe he's selling enough of our song. Yeah, he can get an iPad. <laughs> he did finally put it on a thumb drive, and it's right. at my we mom's are, house. We are getting and closer. To so we're getting we're getting uh, closer, closer. Download. We have it on the th- Houston. Yeah. It's on the thumb drive. <laughs> my mom said it's on the thumbnail. I have it on the thumbnail. You can come get it. <laughs> okay, mom, come pick up the thumbnail. Oh well, so so well, Brett Michaels first. out there. Singing first and. encore while they walk off. First encore. Yeah, walked off right in front of us. Right in front of us. That's when he signed the woman's uh, LP of Rules in the Sand. And I, I made a break for the, for the stage, and I ran into a chair, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't make it that time. I retreated after having run into. I a was chair. kind of in your way too because I stepped up to, to video, 
And then yeah, I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't see the chair. That was ridiculous. You actually just ran into a chair. I it was, the chair was right in front of me. I hit, <laughs> ran right into it. Yeah, well, I think Couldn't it was get like any the closer. row BBB. Yeah. That was, uh, we were at a kind of an angle. And so were, row CCC wasn't really in front of you, right? Because it probably ended. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were, we were. B was in front of us, not C was almost behind us a little bit. No, I thought C was was even? kind of even. It was a little bit in front of us, but it was pretty much even. BBB was in front of us, and there was no AAA that I could see. Right. Unless there was just a few right in I the think, middle. I was trying to figure it out, and I think there's there a might few have been, seats in the yeah, center yeah, there might have been right a, there a short, the gap. A tiny little because, AAA row yeah, exactly. right in the front. But right right in front of us was the end of BBB. And you can see, because they, yeah. they had written BBB in chalk on the floor. Yeah. That's that's the way I, I, I even took a picture of AAA it, but it didn't just, come out very well, so I didn't upload it. Probably BBB like has a little bit of an angle to it, so AAA fills that gap right in the beginning, right mm -hmm. in the front, middle. And you guys seem to be, yeah, CCC ended, and then you guys kept slanting, and you kind of were even with CCC or yeah. so. Oh, you know that, that Margarilla's video? I was trying to find myself in that video for days. It took me like two days before I finally found myself. Because I thought the camera was facing us dead on, and we would be like right opposite where the camera was. And then I, I finally figured out that actually we were we were uh, closer to the middle of the stage than I thought. And I only show up at the beginning of the video, not all the way through. So that's why it was so tough for me to find myself. And Mike's on there too, right? Yeah, you see my big shiny forehead is about all you see. <laughs> but his little circle is going right through Mike's face, right? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah. But uh, I was easy to spot because I had my arms up the entire time. My poor little chubby arms are so tired at the end of that song. <laughs> he did. He was He was up there. <laughs> that, gets, that hurts after a while. It did. Yeah. Especially with me so out of shape, wow, and then when I finally get the, I finally see the video at home. It's like, ah, oh, crap! It wasn't even worth it. <laughs> you could have just taken a bunch of stills. Exactly. And I have no, I, I only have one photo of Brett Michaels coming out because I videotaped everything else. So the best shots of that are stills from the video. I actually got a really good shot of him out there doing the, that. Song. Yeah, share your photos then. Yeah, I haven't uploaded mine. I should have to do that. Those are some major fireworks. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not seeing the actual fireworks. I'm seeing, I am. I'm seeing the tail of them. Uh, I'm seeing <laughs> reflections off the other house. Yeah, I know. I'm seeing reflections off this house. Oh gosh, what else? We're still in. We're still yapping about uh, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Yeah, sorry. I think I kept this. Says, oh, and uh, along with that Margarilla's video, Margaritaville.com up or offered their own video direct from the cameras looking directly at the stage so I don't know why anybody would care because I'm not in it anymore <laughs> but uh, they, uh, they they offered that performance of, of Jimmy and Brett Michaels but they, they labeled it as um, Brett Michaels at, at uh, Alpine Valley Oh, <laughs> and I read that, I saw it and I thought I thought it's strange it, I didn't think it through but I thought you mean he went all the way to Alpine Valley? They liked it so much in Detroit that he went there. <laughs> and then he he's around around because he's playing in Michigan again the next night. So I thought he had to have gone there and then come right back. You mean he played in Michigan twice? Brett Michaels did. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. He did. Okay, because he played at Pineapp like two days after that show, I think. Then he had he had some show like in, in on the western side of the state. Oh, okay. So he would. it was ridiculous to think that he's going to go up to Wisconsin. Yeah. 
but I didn't. You know, I didn't question it. I don't, uh, okay, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, the it, same outfit that he wore. It took Margaritaville. <laughs> I think they posted it in the evening, and then halfway through the following day, they finally changed it. But they didn't put DTE. They put Pine Knob. All right. So, mm-hmm. so probably cool. uh, specific instructions from Jimmy himself. <laughs> Whatever you do, say Pine Knob. That's cool. That is cool. So watch for us on on the video. <laughs> right on, says the frog. <laughs> and then, starting the, the first encore is Last, Last Man, Man Standing. Standing. I don't even need to put the light on for that. Yep, with the band intros. I could. It sounds okay. I could take it. That's good it. for a first. Uh, you know, coming out after the a break for an encore. Yeah, they've been doing Last cool. Man Standing at that spot for a, a while, I believe. Then the band intros. Band intros after that. And then it goes into Finn's. And, and Mickey quizzed me right before the song. <laughs> yeah. He said, what's it going to be? And I drew a blank. I didn't know. I didn't realize that they hadn't done Finn's. Of course, in the first, I, first I knew Finn's was coming. And, and I don't know if Jacob and I, I discussed it. I thought it was in the mix somewhere. I thought I'd heard it. And I didn't. Uh... I believe it was an encore two years ago when I took Kate to it. I was, and she kept saying, it's going to be Finn's. Be fins, and I was doing the whole. No, I don't think so. He didn't. He already play that. He's not going to play it this year. <laughs> and she, she always talks about that. <laughs> so this was like the same thing. I think because I think it was an encore then. Yeah, it's been a. It's been in that spot for every show, I believe. The the last song before Jimmy's solo second encore. It's cool. Then as as it ends, everybody leaves. Jimmy signs stuff, but doesn't leave. You know, doesn't do the whole leaving. He just yeah. goes and plays. Yeah, that was kind of a surprise because he did. He never left the stage. Yeah, right. He he was out there the whole time, just shaking hands and signing stuff. And then, instead of walking off, he went right back to the microphone. Yeah, yeah that was and cool. And then you realize, oh, everybody else left because you've been watching Jimmy mm-hmm. and Mike trying to get you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't, maybe not. That wasn't there. No, it wasn't there. Yeah, it was, was, was at the very end. So then. Uh, our final song. Yeah, we're wondering what our last song is going to be. What's he going to grace us with? Yeah. His benediction to Pine Knob. Yep. And it's Tin Cup Chalice. Just like last year. Yeah. Was that last year, too? Yep. And it was two years ago, I believe, with Kate. We had won the Stanley Cup, and he mentioned that because it was soon after. Right? I can actually double-check this. And he does it a lot, it seems now. Yeah. But I can't and we can't it. complain about the song since it doesn't change. We're not at. But oh, hey, we've been calling Roger, for it for many, Roger many Klein years. Roger himself said it was That's his right. favorite <laughs> Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. Bring Roger Klein. And <laughs> hey, Mickey. Well, it was a question that we asked. <laughs> yes, exactly. Did I mention that Roger Klein said that to us? <laughs> Roger Klein. Which, again, you know, lyrically you have to appreciate it. July eleventh. You go back to. Uh, the Misty so Oh, badly. I'm wrong. Have an appreciation. Last year was Lovely Cruise. Oh. Hmm. So I'm wrong. I was thinking. Was I right about two years ago? Yes. Okay. Uh, see, Almost. I'm getting it confused with our Parrothead Cruise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tin Cup Chalice in 2008. 2007, he did not play for us. You can't complain about 2006. No, no, no. And Lovely Cruise. 2006 was A Pirate Looks at 40 with... Greg Fingers Taylor. Oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, that was the. Wow. I'm frightened. Was and I went one. to go home. <laughs> I, um, think I, I just pissed myself. Was that the. Was that the. Uh, <laughs> was, that was the last song, the pirate? Yeah. With Fingers? Yeah. That um, was the very last song. 
Anyway, so after Tin Cup Chalice, Mike surges yeah. to the front. I actually remember, oh yeah, that's right, Mike wants to get a handshake. So I step back. I I'm still videotaping. I'm videotaping because I know it's the last song, and I know Jimmy's going to walk right in front of me saying goodbye. Yep. Mike uh, extends his hand because he is one of the podcasters of the only Jimmy Buffett podcast. That's right. Yeah. You would think it was recognized at some level, but uh, no. Yet again, history repeats itself, and Jimmy skipped me once again. Yeah. And Just of like course, in 1987. Yep. 87 all over again. And of course, shook the, the hand of that blonde lady that sat next to Mickey. <laughs> Damn it. Who I was obviously standing right next to who they've been staring at all night long mm-hmm. yeah of course of course so they skipped so and Mick's got a, an excellent photo of him shaking her hand and you see a hand being extended right next to that oh, that's my hand <laughs> yeah the one that was skipped the one that was skipped that's the freeze frame off my video yep so proof that yet again I'm so close yet so far away but you know what? It didn't. It didn't really bother me as much as it did last time. <laughs> I kind of expected it. Yeah. You know, because I didn't I go up there expecting Jacob it. Was, Jacob was watching because he knows the story or something. So he's like, hey, he got his hand shaken. And uh, I said, I think he did. I mean, you were up there. Yeah. You seemed to have your body language seemed to indicate you did not. <laughs> and I thought, no, come yeah. on. His, he was right there in the middle. <laughs> How could he miss him? Yeah, yeah I said, no, I couldn't have it twice. <laughs> You did not seem at all depressed. That's when it was a surprise that you didn't get your hand shaken. Yeah, Len thought I had it. I, I, I got there, too. Because you still had a big smile on your face. Yeah. You were still in the afterglow of these freaking awesome seats that we yeah. had. No, it met with my expectation. I really didn't expect that he would. You know, I, you know, And I was close, though. I mean, I was there inches away from uh, the man himself. And, uh, yeah, oh, well. It was cool. I was I was damn close. I stood next to the... Who else could say they were there twice? I stood next to the hot blonde chick who did get her hand shaken. So. <laughs> Those were great seats. Yep. The, the only downside is next year's concert. If he oh, does yeah. come back next year, next year's concert's going to suck. Yeah, we can't top it. Yep, no way to top that. Watch, next year I won't even get GG. I'll just be... I'll get shut out or something completely. Yeah. And then struggle to get tickets. This time we had two men. <laughs> exactly. We're going to have a hard exactly. time actually. You watch. Oh, I tried to record some stuff in the parking lot afterwards, but uh, I don't know. Everybody kind of split up and went off. Yeah, I, went, I did go off because that one guy yeah, was kind of worried about what the hell was going to happen there. I was yeah, kind of like, said, I felt uh, responsible. I should find Stefan. Stefan ditched them, but it he turns out it was the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. You guys are going to have to go into detail on that. Well, st- st- my tickets went to friend of the show, Stefan, who will eventually record on his boat one day. And and his colleague... Uh, Doug? Doug, I think it was Doug. Doug or Dan? Doug, I think. Doug. I don't know. He was there last year, too, oh, yeah. so he's on recording last year, I think. But, uh, yeah, Stefan wasn't returning calls or nothing, but it turns out he was sleeping on the hood of the car, couldn't get into the rental car because Doug had the keys, and Doug really ditched Stefan. Doug just didn't know what he was doing. He was dancing on the lawn with some women. So, uh, but yeah, he was just, he was pretty uh, hosed. <laughs> and I felt like I should really make sure well, Stefan's okay. The yeah. Doug guy shows up to our group saying that... Stefan ditched him. Yeah, but I mean, what what was his tale? His tale of woe? 
Well, he, he just said, said he never came to the seats. Songs, he's like, yeah, we were at the seats, and then he, he left, and he, he said he was at Uncle Larry's, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he he's getting mixed up Uncle because Larry's. there was a text that he's at Uncle Larry's, but the text was before the show. Oh. We got, they got separated and said, hey, I'm at Uncle Larry's, which is that volcano. We yeah, they were, they were with us. So and last year, they got pretty lit. So I was just kind of, I just want to make sure Stefan was okay. Stefan was all right. You know, and uh, it, this guy was lit. Oh, he was, yeah. He was Not really Stefan, so... He was like I dropping just, yeah, his and phone I felt bad because I and stuff. And I disappeared, then I didn't get back, and and uh, you know, and it, it was supposed to be the car was supposed to be right there, but it was far away and, and stuff. And it was you know, I'm just walking. You know, I walk fast, and I'm walking with a purpose, and we're gonna go across, and everybody's the buses are all that Uncle Larry, everything's gone. The party buses are all leaving or gone, and. Uh, I'm walking with a purpose, and this guy's talking to me, talking to me, and I notice he's like out of breath. <laughs> then he just grabs me, and goes, "Hey, dude, man, dude, seriously, you gotta slow down. You're killing me. You're killing me, man. You're." He's like so serious. You're, I'm really, I can't, I can't breathe. Why do you walk so fast? And I had to like purposely walk so slow. I felt like walking forward and then backward in circles. So I could stay around him. I, I, I couldn't stand just to not move hardly. And then, yeah, we finally get to the car, and there's Stefan on the hood. I'm like, check your phone. Like, what, what you oh, yeah, you got a bunch of calls from you. <laughs> and then this guy proceeds, we're going to go park by you guys. And I'm like, they're not going to let you there. They're going to take you out. They're not going to let you go further back in. And then people are still partying on the guffer, and he's going right over the curb, and he's just straddling the curb and crunching the bottom of this car. It was just a rental. He just kept going. He shouldn't have been driving. There's no, no I could. Oh, that's another thing. I mean, I don't know what to do. Do I even get in? I was like, uh, oh, we're just going across. Then I'm like, why did I even get in? Because I kept yeah. saying, let me drive, let me drive, let me drive. And I didn't want him to get, you know, I don't know. Someone's going to get belligerent. Yeah. And really, I, we're just going to move over. And I know we're just going to move over like like 400 yards, yeah. which is what happened. Because they just won't let you go anywhere. But. Really, he's doing that, and then uh, then I was afraid because then we got out. Oh, he goes, okay, here you park. Steph goes, okay, you're good. We get out, and he's not anywhere near parking lines. He's just in the middle of a road. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, Joe's so nice. He was so worried about you driving. Stefan's laughing because he knows I had a point. <laughs> then he tripped. The guy tripped on garbage. Garbage went flying. It was like a garbage bag. Then he goes, hey, 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 Joe, Joe, because I kept walking fast. I'm like, what now, you know? And he's standing over. I, I had just walked past some girl laying in the woods there. Yeah, between the yeah two you parking. mentioned that before. And then, the, then we're like, oh, man, he okay? Now I'm like, what the hell is going on? I should, I'm missing. I should be recording. <laughs> I'm thinking, i got to get back to the car. And then the, some guy goes, hey, two guys, oh, yeah, she's with us. I'm like, what? she's laying on the ground, man. <laughs> she okay? Like by the trash, by a trash can in the by the trees. Very weird. But that's a Buffett concert. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of that element. I mean, so that's all they go not for. Not a big deal, not a big, huge adventure, but uh, you know, by the time I got back, Mickey wasn't recording anymore. That was the whole point. Yeah, but it was so lame. Yeah, we were kind of worn out by then. That was a. I recorded a couple minutes, and that was about it. And then that long ass drive back. It seemed so long. I thought it flew by. Actually. Really? Yeah. Oh man! Compared, well, to, the yeah, drive compared to the drive up. Well, to the drive up. I, I went to sleep back there. It was nice. I, I tell you what. And it was really when, cool. When yeah. have I not? I mean, uh, there must be sometimes I didn't drive to a Buffett show. 
But man, it's been a long time, it seems. Unless yeah, you're the you're the one with the the bigger vehicle. I mean, yeah, I had like the freestyle for, from the second day I ever had it. Yeah, which was the rainstorm, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we trashed your vehicle. Oh, yeah, brand new one, brand new car. Okay. That's the only reason that Schmo got the fusion was so he wouldn't have to drive to Buffett concerts anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the first time. Well, no, my wife had a truck before, but I usually had that Taurus. Well, I mean, we, sometimes we take two cars and all that stuff. I was, uh, I just usually end up driving somehow. I mean, you know, back in the, there was a few times when. Well, I there took, was last time Scott drove though. He had his van. Yeah. Were yeah. You in there last year? Yeah. No, but I waited for Joe Maj and Pat. Oh, right, 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 right. Remember, we left yeah, yeah, later than later. You, we left this right. year, and we got in quicker. Yeah, we did the van. And parked next to you. The van ride. That's in the video. You guys showing up is in the video. Yep. And it was really cool to uh, listen to the show, the replay on Radio Margaritaville. We were listening to our very own concert on yeah, the way home. Yeah, on the way home. It was great. Yeah, we heard a lot of the show. Such a yeah, that's right. long drive. That's what I did here, pieces. That's you right. got uh, the middle of the concert. Yeah, because we were listening there in the parking lot for a while. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You did, you did uh, turn it on while we were in the parking yep. lot. Yeah, I mean, anyway, this guy behind me, he's pushed past Jacob. I didn't notice yet. And he's like, we there's a guy behind me. He's like, do you have to bump into me? We're all like this, and he complains to the guy like next to him. He's like, yeah, he said, we're all trying to get out the same time. He goes, I. I'm just go, going forward, sir. Sir, sir, he's calling sir. He's like my age. Just, just an asshole. That's a rarity at a public doctor. Yeah, and then, but then he ends up. He pushes past me, you know, and he's gone. Whatever. Then I'm just standing right the guy and the girl, and then all of a sudden the girl looks familiar, and then she starts going, Landshark, hey, hey, there, and she starts talking about. So what is it, Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd. What do you mean, Chevy Chase? And yeah, she's like half drunk. And I realized she's the same chick that took the free samples out at that cart. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's a criminal. So, gentlemen, I've got the recorder. I think. What are your thoughts? I think that's the best content in my last three years. Of, I think I did yes. my fair Hands down. In terms of clarity, it sounded, he sounded good. good. He was loose. He seemed to be having yeah, fun. Yeah, you know, they had done. And I thought the sound was, was yeah. perfect. And there was not a, dumb, a dead moment in the concert. It no. was a very upbeat concert. The crowd around Patty and I were, were very good. There was, you know, We had a guy who really liked me and Scott. Yeah. <laughs> he did. There's, there's, there's Fist someone. After every song. I guess there's someone. <laughs> Your friend. Because we knew the words. Yeah, he didn't know me. He was basing that strictly on my puppet <laughs> yeah. lyric knowledge. <laughs> that was the only thing that got me a fist bump after every song. charmed him with his yeah. lyrics. And Patty's like, do, do we know him? Do you uh, know who that is? <laughs> I'm like, no, he just likes our, our and then, lyrics. And then he'd go, hey, you, lady in red. Hey, you, lady in red. Lady in red. Orange. <laughs> she didn't pay attention. What she a can't fun be, show. He can't be talking to me. I'm wearing orange. <laughs> yeah. And whoever thought of the whole Brett Michaels thing, I don't know, you know, somebody, Brett Michaels sitting backstage because he's bored, he had to drop his stuff off or what, but that was brilliant because the crowd went nuts. The crowd, yeah, put a new level on Margarita. Hopefully Mickey's computer taped it, and we will have a copy of that at least, to go with my 900 other copies of Margaritaville. Yeah, at least. But I will oh, listen it was to that novel. one. Yeah, was, yeah, at least it was. Yeah, it, it, was, it was a novel thing for Margaritaville. That's what you know. That's what I was thinking at the time. It's not yeah. the same old. Yeah, right. And they were just they were having fun. I mean, both of them. It, the whole thing was just. He was more loose and relaxed, especially yeah, than last was. year. Like last year, I. 
I mean, I liked the show last year. I mean, I record. But you had the bad seats and stuff. But no, it yeah. is the best. It's the best show in a while, I think. But for me, I could. It, it just sounded good. It just, it just clicked. It just moved. Everything was just. It was awesome all the way. Now, Caroline uh, Street was awesome. Yeah, it didn't it's the, like the, picked up its rock. Steel drums went away. It was just rock and roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caroline Street did. It's been getting better over the years. Whenever he plays it, it's really rocked and up. And then now. I noticed, you know, the percussion's right. going. Hey, see stuff? No. Yeah. I was anti-phone for my daughter. My phone died. Know, but dude. she ended up getting one this past weekend for dude, her birthday. Her birthday Saturday. Even so she's it. texting oh, you want me. To come? Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm singing along <laughs> with you. Wish totally I could be dead, there. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I even like the intermission. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Made the phone with the uh, exactly. Zach Brown. Damn it. Okay. Did, yeah. Video yeah. and then his <laughs> old video. <laughs> Wish I was there. Now I went to Radio Margaritaville singing along with you. I know I was. I got I got emotional. It was gay. I was like, oh my god, don't, Patty, don't look. I got something in my eye. Oh my God. Bringing families together. <laughs> and it was like during fruit gigs too. It wasn't like even a slow emotional uh, song. He went out Dude, the other entrance. So, there, so, so I went at the other the <laughs> other exit over on this side. Oh. And there was a blast black mercury mercury just like this. <laughs> you were standing there? No. Trying no, to break I into opened it. it. <laughs> dude, and there was a guy was like, What are you doing, dude? And I was like, Oh, it's my friend, it's just cool. They were like, No, that's mine. And I was like, Oh my bad. <laughs> let, me, let me close it and I'll leave. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's cool, story. it's cool, it's cool. And I was like, all right, sorry, man. So it wasn't locked? No, it was locked. You actually opened it? Yeah, totally. Wow. I was like, whoa, I'm so sorry, bro. I totally, I wouldn't like try to break into your shit, man. <laughs> I was just kind of like open it and wait for you guys. You know what I mean? Like a big grizzly bear rooting through the old food. Yeah, but Carol, in fact, the Caroline Street was 70s rock and roll right there. Did you guys like Crayola? <laughs> it was cool. Mm, Crayola, yeah, we, we, we've heard it before, right? I mean, it was just... Stefan, like, bailed on me at the beginning of the concert, <laughs> and I haven't seen him since. Really? <laughs> I haven't seen him since the Did you guys go to your seats? I went to the seats. Don't worry, we'll delete that so his wife doesn't hear. No, no, totally. I went to the seats. He was with a dancer. And like I hung out there for a while, and then I like yeah, walked like, around. Then I went back to the seats. Did you see the our dancer from over there made it to the and screen? Then I kind of walked were around. Were my seats? Were my seats next to the volcano? I mean, I kind of went back and forth to look for him. Uh-huh. I have a gallon of water. Here. I, <laughs> I mean, I got I got a text from him saying something here. about Uncle Larry. And I was like, Yeah, Uncle Larry. I'll take it. So you didn't see him during the concert? No, not at all. He's not answering his phone. I, I didn't see him at all during the concert, right? That passed but out I got a text somewhere. from him saying, hey, I'm at Uncle Larry's. Oh. During the concert? Like, you know, close to the end, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Larry's I, I can't. Larry's never winning? Larry's 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 yeah, the volcano. Yeah, the luau thing. The one that was like sitting on that dude's shoulders. and She ended up on the video screen. So if I were Stefan, that's where no, I went to. Yeah, I mean, she did. They were all in front of the volcano. and she was. We didn't look at the video screen. Oh, the parking hall. Oh, I thought you meant in the in the venue. She no, no. So. I'm guessing I should probably just walk that way. You should go to Uncle Larry's and please text us back if good stuff is happening. I can't. Uncle I can't. My phone's well, dead, dude. Where's, where's, where's your like, stuff? Oh, my phone's completely dead. Not a good time for you. But I just told him. Yeah, I texted him. He called me an answer, so I texted him. But well, he said he was at Uncle Larry's. Is there nudity going out? Yeah, but that was dirty. I'll be right back.
So where were we? Ah oh, yes, row A. <laughs>